And we're starting another session of the Sherwood Sessions. We've got uh, a few special guests today. Uh, number one, I've got Bill Rillo, Kirsten Peterson, Dave Costello, Tim Creed. And over there on the gadgets, digits, and uh, all that other fancy wire stuff I've got. Although, So we're going to go into some more tales. Um, we're going to start with the drunkle. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I was not looking forward to this podcast at first because I've known Mike his entire life. And so... Individual stories don't stand out much, but then I'm like, what's the one, like that one searing memory? And uh, it was for my 40th birthday. Uh, my lovely lady had this massive surprise party for me at our house. It was one of the highlights of my life. Uh, my friends took me out that morning. I normally, you're not going to believe this, I don't drink a lot in the golf course. But that day, my friends got me hammered. So I came home to a we have a we have a medium sized duplex and it was packed to the gills. The first person I notice is Bruno Johnson because he's 11 feet tall, <laughs> his head and shoulders above everybody. And the next person I see and I mean, and Kate's there, you know, like she was kind of behind me, pushing me up. And I see Mike Sherwood, and he's dressed as a devil. And it's <laughs> July 3rd. <laughs> and, uh, and I still didn't get what the deal was. I, I In one of the most amazing things that's ever happened to me, Kate, my, my 40th birthday gift was a trip to the Tour de France. Mm. And Mike was dressed up like the devil guy in the mountains, if any of you are nerdy enough. And I, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? And he's like, you'll see. <laughs> so that's my that's my uh, Sherwood story for now. That That's an amazing one. <laughs> uh, what year was that? Uh, Not to date you. Uh, it was who won the Tour de France? Oh, it was Armstrong's uh, era? Lance Armstrong's last Tour de France. It was fucking incredible. It, it was uh, it was uh, the scale of it, the scope of it, um, the Frenchness of it. It was <laughs> so rad. So last year we saw the uh, woman in Germany that was holding the sign like, hi, grandma, that knocked the rider out. Were you, the proximity to the riders, are they that close? Totally. Yeah. I was I was a foot away from Lance Armstrong doing a time trial, being followed by a helicopter and a any idiot I mean it's it's insane that's they treat you like an adult there they don't need they just accept that you're going to comport yourself and not fuck up the race you know what I mean like which is kind of great consider we can't have parades in America anymore you know it's uh, what's the age of consent in France by the way what? <sighs> as far as I'm concerned none right <laughs> <laughs> That it's Europe, not. dude. Come yeah. on. Nope, you're right. Uh, Kirsten, you've got a tale to tell about Michael. I just want to. I I just want to do like an admiring little 
tidbit about his fashion sense. Uh, people touched on it before, but my first time going to like this wedding and me being a girl, I was just like dressed to the nines. You know, it took me two hours to get ready. <laughs> Uh, everyone we were with, I just thought, well, we all have got to be fancy and we go pick up Sherwood. He's in like a maroon velour outfit for this wedding and he looked fucking dope. Like he looked so good. <laughs> Is that Dewey and Erica's wedding? Yeah, Dewey and Erica's wedding. And it was great. And we had a great time. He was just chill. He like played the part to a, a guy in a velour suit. He was like <laughs> chilling at the bar, kind of slouched in his seat, like checking out the scene, like bobbing his head a little bit. <laughs> and then uh, it meant a lot like at our wedding. He... um He's like the first thing he did, like, I'm kind of panicked and a little stressed out. And he looks at me and he's like, Kirsten, Kirsten, I've got to talk to you. <laughs> OK. And he's like, I complied to all of your constraints. Like I have the turquoise tie. I've got my suit coat on, but I'm wearing these fucking black leather pants. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Absolutely. They looked great. Um, and I've got to just add one more little thing about uh when uh, Wynn and I started dating at the time, that was, well, Sherwood was Wynn's best friend. So I kind of have a thing to add about that later about how Sherwood made everyone feel special. Like at just seeing tonight or at the funeral, like people that all had the special Sherwood bond and feeling and he made you feel like so much like many of us say he was our best friend which is like impossible that he could spread himself so lovingly <laughs> I just think it's cool that sorry go, go on anyway Mike is incredible but she has more to add to a story Do you, yeah <laughs> so um I just <laughs> would always when and I were dating it wasn't we're not like normal people you know he called me slut like in his phone for the first 10 years he misspelled my name for like the first three but Sherwood would always Sherwood? <laughs> both <laughs> so like I worked at Palomino with Uncle Bill and even though it's like a serving job I like try to be professional did my tables so I'd be working the patio we'd have like you know 16 tables for one server just getting your ass kicked on a, a summer evening and I'd be like working so hard I'll focus and all of a sudden I'd hear Sherwood like out smoking from Garibaldi like what's up slut as I'm like taking an order <laughs> I'm like you know asking their sides I said, what's up, slut? <laughs> so I'd have to acknowledge him. And he would say it no matter how far away. We've been in proximity of each other for like a block for most of his life, or my time knowing him. And then the day we got married, he's like, well, the slut nickname is retired. So like the day we got married, he always like pierced him <laughs> out of respect. <laughs> <laughs> He was a sweetheart, wasn't he? He was. <laughs> Tim, have you thought of anything to add? Uh, as, as far as Sherwood stories, no, I haven't really been working on stories. I think I'm just here because we were going to talk about some events that oh. are coming up related to to Mike. So I'm probably going to toss it to Bill in a second here. But um, what's the name of the event? The name of the event is Rise, uh, not Rise, Raise a Pint for Sherwood. So this upcoming Wednesday, a uh, week from Wednesday, rather. Correct. We are going to uh, kick things off 
I'm going to send it over to Bill because he's going to be more eloquent and specific than I am. Okay, so the the event is called Raise a Pine for Sherwood, and we thought uh, that we could have uh, a nice way to do something annually to keep his name alive and in a positive light and, you know, just keep his name out there. So uh, we worked with Versity to do a blood drive in his name, and uh, the blood drive will be on April 13th. As of yesterday, all of the slots for whole blood have been filled. Um, you, there are still three slots for red blood cells if you'd like to donate. Um, if you can't or are unable to or if you've given blood too recently, we are also taking donations for Mike's favorite charity, which is uh, JR's Pups and Stuff Ref- Rescue. And uh, that. Those can be, if you want to come in to uh, Rushmore Records at 2635 South KK, we're accepting donations there. Um, what this will lead up to is a day of remembrance for those who maybe couldn't make the funeral service because it was on a Friday. Um, and and it's more of like a pagan, I guess. For the pagans. Pagan. Right? For the yes. pagans, yes. right. I just want to make sure. Um <laughs> And so the deal is you bring your proof of blood donation or come back on the 23rd. You can, we'll give you a, uh, not a carabiner, sorry, a lanyard. Lanyard, yeah. A lanyard with a logo of Mike um, that someone designed, taken from a picture taken at Wynn and Kirsten's wedding. Um, that's the logo for the for the event. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have we're we're gonna have uh, three different sort of receptions, and we want to toast them at each in a in a manner in which Mike was familiar and accustomed to. So, um, yeah, if you have any questions, you can call me at at Rushmore Records four eight one. 6040 in the 414 area code. And, and one last thing that I forgot to mention, um, even though all the slots for whole blood have been taken, you can still give blood on your own at your convenience. And as you're making the appointment in the notes area, I believe uh, you can put the hashtag raise a pint for Sherwood into that. And it'll be accrued into the amount for the, blood that's been donated in a time when people need a lot of blood so um we're hoping to do this every year and just you know make try and make a small difference in his name we had talked before about how much sherwood was involved in the community i think that you couldn't do something better than keeping this up yearly uh we've told a lot of tales here a lot of people i know there are other people out there uh, Tim, I, Mr. Costello had talked. We'd love to do this every six months, every Absolutely. three months, have other tales told. Um, on that note, do you have uh, something you'd like to say, Dave? Another tale? You perhaps? know, just, uh, you know, the times. Let's go, Dave. Hanging out with Sherwood when he lived with Bill on Burrell Street. <laughs> I mean, those were some wild times, some of the roommates Bill had. And, um, and you know, of course, Mike lived there. And, uh, 
I mean, what do we used to do, Bill? I mean, we used to, we would take trips. We can't remember. Yeah, we can't remember (laughs) for whatever reason. But like the trips to Windsor to go and see Detroit. uh, Yeah, the Lions. The Lions play the Packers and. uh, Soldier Field. Soldier Field, yep. That was freezing out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just. Yeah, it was. We had a really good time when we were young and unencumbered. Yeah, we uh, we got out a bunch. And Mike, yeah, as a roommate, uh, we didn't see much of each other. We were both bartending at the same time, and I was working full time at the store, so I'd catch up with them. But we we had our we had lots of fun. It was a a former. It's kind of like a, it wasn't quite a warehouse, Ordeal. but it was a super weird spot that used to be a stained glass studio so we could do pretty it was a mixed use facility and because it was owned by clement's sausage company as tenants we were entitled to a 10 percent discount on all clement's sausage perfect you're telling me mike so, could put all the meat he wanted in his mouth at a 10 percent discount <laughs> that's or, amazing you know, just the, the stories of hanging out with mike and uh Mike, do you recall that, or uh, Bill, you recall that time when uh, we went by Wynn's house? What was that? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> so first off, I think I think we walk into the wrong apartment, yeah. right? Oh, I we forgot go about that. You brought your dog. And then we we're we're just like, we go, we, we kick in the door. Oh, my God. And, like, you know, we're here, let's party. party. <laughs> that was and the, there's uh, a couple on the bear, couch. Carolina. Like, Who are you guys? Playing and you scrabble. went to the wrong house. <laughs> yes. And you let the dog go first. Yeah, my dog. Partner. comes running in the house, <laughs> barking, and we're like, the party's here! And, and we're like, hey, wait a minute. Uh, are you guys friends of Wynn? Like, no. And we're like, oh. Yeah, uh, I think we got the wrong Sorry. We'll see you later. Yes. So that was for a, a, a Packer game, right? No, a no. Sunday night game? No, 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 that was Bears versus Carolina in the playoffs. Oh, okay. That so, might have been it. So, yeah. yeah. I, and I made a tray of enchiladas, right? Yes. So, like, oh, yes. when, uh, oh, God. <laughs> when, always being the hospitable man he is, would always have a party for the Packers Bears game. And, in Wynn's generous fashion, there was always tons to eat and tons to drink. And um, the game, I think, it must have been in like it September. It was early September. Yeah, least, September. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we didn't use the oven much. Well, that's where the story is going. <laughs> so I, I turn on the oven to put the enchiladas in, and there's like this, <laughs> this science creamy, experiment creamy. of like <laughs> – what I thought were intestines, and it was just this graying pile of bratwurst from the September Packers game, and we were there on, like, December 31st. You know, I think those brats were from opening day. <laughs> that was not That, that was yeah. before we started dating. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't cook much with? <laughs> oh, God, that was right. I forgot. <laughs> Absolutely. Disgusting. That was awesome. So I have pitched to Tim over here, possibly doing a biathlon, biathlon in Sherwood's name. Walk 100 feet and fish. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> um, <laughs> the Sherwood biathlon. <laughs> Walk, not run. Walk. Hey, Walk. The... Get, just get there. You know, get there. Amble. What was the name of Sherwood's stew that he made? Oh, wild card stew. 
So, what, what does that entail? Oh, so Sherwood is like, I'm going to cook for you guys tonight. He brought over turkey sausage, all these vegetables. We're just, it, it was incredible. And he's like, so I went into your freezer. Like, what? And he's like, yeah, I added some mushrooms. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so I had had a half pound of mushrooms and he just dumped like half of it. And he's like, it's a wild card stew. <laughs> As we're finishing, like, okay. Anyway, so Sherwood slept over for about two days and it was fantastic. <laughs> Anyone else have uh, anything they'd like to add, Sherwood-wise? I feel like Kirsten has more to say. Do you? Um, I feel like someone else should say a story about that. Tony Clifton. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what inspired Mike, but <laughs> one Halloween, after we watched Man on the Moon, he decided, he didn't tell anybody, but he, he got a tuxedo and a pillow and a fake mustache. And he went as Andy Kaufman's alter ego, Tony Clifton, who's an insult comic of the worst order. Just the dumbest, most obnoxious jokes, the funniest shit ever. And he just played it up to a hilt. He did it. He, I think he wore that, that, a costume like three nights in a yes, row and, and, and just owned it. That it one was night so he, was the, uh, he was the MC, right? Yeah, at, he at Lake Crown Brewery. He MC'd the Halloween party. Um, or what, yeah, fundraisers, yeah, fundraisers for the, yeah. the mistreaters yes. at, at Lakefront Brewery as Tony Clifton, which was pretty awesome. So he would do the whole routine yeah. with the money. <laughs> with the, uh, hey, mister, where are you from? Baltimore? <laughs> like taking it all the way. Not, it was pretty funny. <laughs> well, hey, you're, still you're, you're set on some cottage cheese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's your ass. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite bets with Mike, if we're talking about cheese, is I'd bet him for 10 pounds of shredded cheese because I was planning on doing a lot of enchiladas. And instead, he just bought me a giant block and said to fuck myself. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with it. I just cut little bits off. The dogs enjoyed it. Anyway. This has been fantastic. Uh, is there anyone else around that would like to tell Uncle the tale? Uncle Paul is here, I thought I saw. Is Uncle Paul here? No. Oh, no? I thought I'd see him come up. Oh, Sorry. Aubrey is here, though. I'd love Aubrey's to... here, yeah. Aubrey, why don't you come over Blue here guards. and get Mike tested? Just, Just take here, mine. Guards. Thanks, Aldo. <laughs> okay, so my super short uh, Sherwood story. Uh, this was, God, years ago. And I was behind the bar at the Newport and there was this lady who was well over served and I definitely should not have served her another drink, but <laughs> it was just, it was what it was. So Sherwood came in and she like jumped her purse on the floor. She's like, I want to get a drink for Debbie. And this lady's like, my name is Pam. So, you know, <laughs> so Sherwood sits like right in front of the, the little drink station uh, where I'm making this cocktail. And she goes, and you, give me another one. 
And I was like, all right. So Sherwood looks like dead in my eyes. And he goes, barrier. (laughs) (laughs) So I proceeded to pour her the strongest cocktail uh, known to man. That's amazing. Buried. (laughs) Barrier. (laughs) And that's all I got. I I loved going to the bar when Mike would bartend. Oh, God. It was so much fun. You could go in there and then... You leave paying ten bucks, and you just have a great time. <laughs> you know, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, guess I do. Yeah. I guess I do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just want to add to the paying ten bucks. I would always give him his his tab, and obviously, the guy was fucking family every time he was stopping. But I would always give him his tab, and he would always, no matter what the tab was, would always look at me and be like. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? I was like, pay your rent, buddy. Pay your rent. <laughs> yeah. he, he pay would, your taxes. He would always say, I'm not paying that. <laughs> I'm not paying that. <laughs> I just wanted to add one thing. It's like, before I um, forget to, because um, I thought this was like. Who's this? This is Brett. Um, and I was on before, but I just wanted to, this made me think of something. It's like, I told a couple of people already earlier, it's like. Uh, you know, you'd go see him, everyone would, and you'd get roasted, and it was, like, the best. You'd, like, enjoy getting roasted so much. And then to see him roast other people, it was just, like, you know, it's, it, what you go to a bar for, like, an escape from your day-to-day job and stuff like that. He'd always have you laughing. But he's just so gruff about it. And it was always amazing. So, obviously, once he first started working at Corazon, I went to go see him. You know, he's my homie. I'll go see him, support him. And, uh, you know, I sit down at the bar, and, you know, the first thing out of his mouth is... Uh, How's it going with you today? You having a pretty good day? Um, do you want to see a menu? And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, <laughs> because at Corazon, you know, you can't really, be, you're not like, it's not like a dive bar where you can just drink behind the bar and do shots like crazy. So he was like on his best behavior. And it was just amazing to see <laughs> this different side of him where like, now I can be the aggressor and he's just got to be like, hey man, just be cool. Like, come on. I, I work at the Gap right now. It was amazing. <laughs> Obviously, at, you know, as the years went on, he got way more comfortable back there. I mean, I think the last time I went there to get carryout food from him, he was just snapping on a um, DoorDash guy. He's like, get the fuck away from that bag. That's not your bag. The guy's like <laughs> like looking at his phone like, uh, the order's for Josh or whatever. He's like, that's not your fucking bag. Get the fuck away from that bag. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a, uh, quite the uh, um, progression there in his uh, Corazon experience. But to see him initially a little neutered back there, it was amazing. <laughs> the host is gone. Aubrey. Oh, Ra- Aubrey, I don't know if you uh, yeah, forgot, but you're the new host. So, so you're talking bluegrass with Aubrey. You and got again, a segue. We're bluegrass. We're talking Baywatch. <laughs> this is Baywatch. again. It's the Sherwood Sessions <laughs> that you've been listening to. Hey, hey Billy, um, you yes, were here sir. for this earlier um, when I related my story, which was a day of uh, drinking with Mike and Wynn. And uh, we went to visit uh, Kirsten here at Comet. And then eventually we came back to. Club G with shotguns, and you wa- happen to watch us enter into <laughs> Club G <laughs> with shotguns. And I wanted to see if you still had uh, any impressions as to what that day was like, because I believe you guys won Best in Bayview for something or other. <laughs> the Frolics, um, maybe. I. <laughs> I was just at that point like, all right, guys, whatever. I knew you were, I knew you weren't going in there to rob the place, so I was like, ah, I'll find out later. 
it, it was just one of those one of those iconic days that I've ever had with Michael. Because <laughs> you know it was about beer, booze, shots, absinthe. You missed that part of it, you know. <laughs> um, a, a common vegetarian meal for me, and you know whatever we did over there. I just was just wondering, you know, like an outside, you know, interpretation of what the fuck are these guys doing while I did Club G with shotguns? Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. I'll never forget your uh, your text slash whatever. That's why you're not the best Bayview bar. <laughs> I think that this is the uh, end of the first version of the Sherwood sessions. This has been amazing. I'd like to thank everyone that came out and helped out. Bill, thank you. Yeah. Dave. Thank you, Wynn. Yeah, thank you. Dave, you're so dreamy. Tim, you're amazing. (laughs) Aldo, you're incredible. Win, Aldo, thank you so much for setting this up. Thanks, Aldo. Yeah, well, thanks for man on the board. You guys are awesome. I think that uh, I'd like to do this. There are so many tales, and like I said, everyone got here. This was incredible for me. I don't know if I'd mourn correctly, but hearing everyone else's love. Mm -hmm. It made me feel like a human being again. Yeah. I I love Mikey. He's yeah, everyone loved Mike. He's just a good guy. He's a, a huge part of the community. So I hope we can all get together in a couple of months and uh, do this again. Absolutely. That'd be great. All right. So uh, wrapping up, I've got Tim. Dave. Uncle Bill. And uh, Aldo on the... Uh, Dimes and whistles. All right. Thank you very much. Cheers.
Wet Crayon Production.